this 23rd Sunday in Ordinary Time, we pray with the reading from the Holy Gospel according to St. Luke. In the name of the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit. Amen. Great crowds were traveling after him, and he turned and addressed them. If anyone comes to me without hating his father and mother, wife and children, brothers and sisters, and even his own life, he cannot be my disciple. Whoever does not carry his own cross and come after me cannot be my disciple. Which of you wishing to construct a tower does not first sit down and calculate the cost to see if there is enough for its completion? Otherwise, after laying the foundation and finding himself unable to finish the work, the onlookers should laugh at him and say, This one began to build, but didn't have the resources to finish. Or what king marching into battle would not first sit down and decide whether with 10,000 troops he can successfully oppose another king advancing upon him with 20,000 troops? But if not, while he is still far away, he will send a delegation to ask for peace terms. In the same way, Every one of you who does not renounce all his possessions cannot be my disciple. The Gospel of the Lord. With these words from today's reading, it's inevitable not to make the effort to relieve this sin. This moment in the life of Jesus, which is almost a turning point, we would say, a key moment. In fact, I suggest that we do so. On this Sunday, the Lord's Day, the day on which we celebrate Christ's victory over death and sin, I suggest that we close our eyes for a moment, that we find a quiet place at home, that we choose a nice place where we can find peace for a while, that we find a place where nobody disturbs us and where we can enter into dialogue with Jesus. It's easy if we want to. We can do it. In the end, we do what we really want to do. Let's close our eyes and imagine ourselves walking behind Jesus, among the crowd, with a lot of enthusiasm, with a lot of joy because everyone is following a man who is no ordinary, a man who never ceases to amaze people with his words, with his miracles, a man admired for what he did and said. It was popular to follow Jesus, it wasn't bad. On the contrary, surely many were following him almost by force of habit, because everyone was following him. Well, let's imagine ourselves on the spot. Let's keep our eyes closed. Think about what everyone is saying, what everyone is commenting. Think about what the road is like. Look around. Picture yourself right there. Look at people, faces, gestures, and try to imagine Jesus. The more effort we put in being actors on the scene, the more fruitful God's word will be. 
All of a sudden, Jesus turns and addresses the crowd. He tells them and tells us, If anyone comes to me without hating his father and mother, wife and children, brothers and sisters, and even his own life, he cannot be my disciple. Whoever does not carry his own cross and come after me cannot be my disciple. Can you imagine the look on their faces? What happened to this man that he could suddenly say such words? Which must have been the expression in Jesus' face while speaking? How must he have looked at people? Who must he have looked at? Jesus said what no one could have imagined, what no publicist would have said. Jesus obviously didn't study marketing. He didn't do marketing. Jesus wasn't interested in selling himself and deceiving people in order to sell more as we do. Jesus didn't want to deceive anyone, on the contrary, so that they would not feel deceived. He wanted to tell the truth to the crowds, to those who didn't know who he was. And he does the same with us. To paraphrase Jesus, only he who is willing to not go before me, but to come after me, can be my disciple. Being my disciple means believing that I'm not just any man. I'm not, I'm not just out of the ordinary. Being my disciple means believing that I am God-made man. I am more than men. I am more important than your own life and than your own family. I'm more than them. But that doesn't mean that the other people aren't well worth, but that they aren't simply worth what I am worth. Let's not be scared of. Jesus doesn't ask much. He asks everything of us, and that includes our own lives. Doesn't he have all the rights to ask everything out of us? Doesn't God have the right to ask everything? In this world, there are many people who put great demands on others. There's fanatism, passion, love which demands everything without deserving it. And when God asks everything of us, we are surprised. How strange, isn't it? How strange man is. In reality, what is surprising is that man gives everything to beings who don't give everything back. Only God can ask everything because he'll give everything back to us. Let's close our eyes again and let Jesus look at us with love and ask everything of us. Let's not look away and let's respond freely, but with decision and responsibility. Yes, Jesus, no matter what, I want to be your disciple. May we have a good day and may the blessing of our merciful God, the Father, Son and Holy Spirit, descend upon our hearts and remain with us always.